How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this has come through, Queen. Let's go, because Luann said she has to be in her dressing room. Tinsley, come with the flowers, you and me. Barbara, you're invited, too, to the dressing room. Oh, oh that's well, right. Gee, thanks, Sonia. Brendan, we are trying our best right mm. now in this post-World Pride world we're living in. I don't think it's over. To oh, be yeah. honest. For like, some people, it's still going. There are people still milling and buzzing about Hell's Kitchen. When I, Lost. I saw when I came here. Still waiting in line <laughs> to get into a bar. There's, like, men with matching t-shirts. Do you notice that? Like, it's a thing that I noticed a lot of older gay couples who are mm. visiting the city are sporting matching t-shirts. Okay. I noticed one on the train on the way down here. What was the message? The messaging? I didn't want to look too closely. <laughs> you didn't want to like turn to stone or something? <laughs> um, so I didn't know, but it's like a thing that I've noticed. Okay. How was your pride? It was great. We followed the usual path of seeing the parade for a little while, having a bite and going to boiler room. Uh-huh. Uh, except we ate first and then went to the parade. And we tried to time it out so that we saw the Bravo float and we were there for a while and didn't see it. And we were like, Oh, we must've missed it. No, everything was majorly delayed. Everything was majorly delayed. Apparently <clears throat> it finished at like two thirty AM or something. Yeah. That's what I heard. But like at that point, no one's there. Like you're stepping off at midnight. I, I heard that the last people stepped off at 1230. Maybe that's wild. So, there's no one still watching the parade at that point, so you're just kind maybe of like, people are. I think you're just you'd be doing surprised. it for like the satisfaction of it. all? I don't know. You'd be surprised. I bet you there were people still at least even down. I mean, maybe not in the upper streets, but definitely down in the village. Mm. Yeah. So luckily, the delay perfectly matched up. We were about to leave, but we were waiting for one person to show up, and lo and behold, Noelle Robinson, daughter of. Uh, Cynthia Bailey at the bow of the ship. The bow is the front, right? Um, bow with me? I don't know. Starboard. She's there waving a flag. Her mom right behind her. And I see the whole gang. The whole gang's there. Yeah. Uh, Luckily, I was on the side that uh, Dorinda and Sonia were on. Right. And they were all over each other, loving the crowd, loving each other. I'm really glad that they have come back together. Same. They're stronger together, like Hillary Clinton. Yeah, for sure. 
Uh, Andy was at his little DJ booth. Mm-hmm. I saw the gay shark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unfortunately, it hot. It was a hot day. I've, oh my god! I didn't even think about that poor shark. Yeah, poor shark. A fish out of water, truly. Mm. Um, unfortunately, Leanne and Nini were attending to their phones when they were passing by us, so um, they weren't like very engaged. But you can't really blame them. They're up there for a very long time, right? Um, I guess I I think I saw ZMLS. She uh, was on it. Yeah, but the thing the the thing is is. You only get to see half of the the crew. Right. This particular float was very separated. Right. Uh, with like people on the sides. Right. But it was still great. Like the crowd, I have to say, ate it up. It looked like it was very exciting. Yeah. I unfortunately was on a float, so yeah. I did not see it. But this was your first year on one, rather than walking. Yeah. How was that experience? It for was you? fine. Um, now close friends with Stephanie Beatrice from, um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh. We bonded. How great. Um, but it was so delayed. It yeah. It was so delayed. So by the time we passed Stonewall, I jumped off the float before we had even crossed the finish line and I tried to head towards y'all. And once I got to y'all, it was only you and Alex standing. Isn't, isn't Stonewall halfway through the route? Yeah. Oh, you, so you were allowed to leave? I yeah, I oh. said I'm leaving after Stonewall. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh I did sport some Come Through Queen merch mm-hmm. that I've been sitting on for a very long time because it didn't that shirt uh was one of the prototypes that we <laughs> that we made before releasing the official merch that came out. That mm-hmm. was a little tight on me, but luckily Cut those pits. Yeah, out. I haven't met a pair of scissors that I don't love. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that was fun. Let's talk more in depth about Bravo at World Pride. Sure. Um, and get into what Us Weekly is reporting. First, we'll go through who was there, yeah. um, which we've already reported, but then we'll get into the fun part. Yeah. So who was there? Um, Andy Cohen, obviously, was jo- joined by Below Deck Meds, Captain Sandy Yon, Shaws of Sunsets, Reza Farhan, Vanderpump Rules, Billy Lee, and uh, Southern Charms, Patricia Altrol. The housewives that were represented were Nene Leakes, Cynthia Bailey, Eva Marcel, who's pregnant, mm. um, Tinsley Mortimer, Leanne Locken, Teresa, Melissa Gorga, Margaret Josephs, Dorinda Medley, Sonia Morgan, Kelly Dodd, and Giselle Bryant. Amazing. So every city was represented, not Beverly Hills. Well, I think there was a drag Lisa Vanderpump, but I didn't see her. Yeah, but none of the... None of the actual people. No, well, they're famously anti-gay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but even more important news, we found out that even Us Weekly reported that Real Housewives of New York City rep filming months ago, but the drama never stops. Sonia Morgan and Tinsley Mortimer went head-to-head in a car after the World Pride Parade in New York City on Sunday, June 30th. Uh, OC star Kelly Dodd and Leanne Locken and Shaz of Sunset Reza Farahan witnessed the heated exchange, which Kelly documented <laughs> and subsequently deleted via her Instagram stories. During the fight, Sonia seemingly accused Tinsley of not, of not being ungrateful for everything that she has done for her. The two women had the same argument last year during the season 10 uh, reunion. Uh, say thank you for the housekeeper, Sonia repeatedly yelled at Tinsley. Say thank you. A socialite who stayed with Sonia when she returned to New York City from Palm Beach in 2017 fired back. Tinsley said, I literally walked in after being abused mentally and physically by a man. You know what, Sonia Morgan? If you're going to do this bullshit with, with me right now. After Sonia accused Tinsley of always making things about her, the designer claimed that she was responsible for the High Society alum being hired by Bravo. Sonia asked several times, did I bring her on the show or not? After uh, Leanne screamed that they arrived at the destination, Reza added, we can't do this outside the car. In the car, okay. Out of the car, not okay. Right. And then Kelly Dodd was yelling at Sonia to say, don't mess with the Morgan letters. (laughs) I mean, we're not really doing this fight justice if you have not seen the clip. They are screaming at each other at a level that... You cannot even believe it. Imagine being that driver. Yeah. Hopefully you got a good tip. Yeah. Well, and Bravo probably sent a car. Mm. You Do you tip... If you're a talent, do you tip if, like, you're going on to something that Bravo sent? No, it's probably that Bravo has to do the tipping, right. I would imagine. Wow, so tune into that. Um, Reza with his producer hat on, making sure that they don't cause drama... I know. ...in front of other people. 
I mean, luckily, Kelly filming this. Kelly, Kelly is the messiest of the mess. I love it. Okay. This wedding, besides being World Pride Weekend, had another big event going on. So, yeah, if Jackson Brittany got married, um, <laughs> which Billy Lee was famously not there. Yeah, she, she had was, bigger, bigger fish to fry here yeah. in New York City. So, here's from BuzzFeed. There's a bunch of facts that I'm going to go through. The pair got married at the Kentucky Castle in a town called. It's spelled Versailles, but I think it's literally said Versailles or something, Kentucky. Versailles. Versailles. Versailles is how they say it. Yeah. Lance Bass officiated, which we knew. Crazy. Um, Britney's vows included a nod to friends by saying, quote, you're my lobster. Which, people, like, people who love friends. Like, and, you need to grow especially up. Especially in 2019. Enough. You need to grow up. Why, it's like, you know when people yell at people for making Harry Potter references and say, read another book? Right. People who like Friends watch another comedy in your right. life. I'm you're, sure you will laugh louder. You're not a Slytherin. <laughs> you're 32. Um, apparently, they always have Friends on. That's like the account. Like Brittany and Jax always have Friends on, which is probably why they've like kind of peaked mentally. Mm. Isn't it? Isn't Friends being taken off streaming or something? It was going to, but then the fans demanded. Demanded, I believe. Wow. Okay. Oh, it's being actually no. I think it's being moved to like NBC streaming oh, service yeah, sure, sure. or something like that. Okay. Um, Jax honored his late father with his own seat at the wedding. This was actually really sweet. Yeah. Apparently, the mom didn't come, even though I saw like a tweet or something that said she did. Um, jury's still out on that, but nobody's hooting and hollering about her being there. Yeah. Um, there were multiple wedding cakes that had edible moss all over them. I don't really see the appeal of that, but go off, I guess. Yeah, go off. The wedding reception included Hooters girls wearing custom Hooters shirts that said Britney loves Jacks on the back. Not surprising. Um, here's the guest list. Lala and Randall Emmett, Shep Rose, Lisa Vanderpump, Ken Todd. Tom Sandoval, Ariana Maddox, Tom Schwartz, Katie Maloney, Kristen Duty, Sheena Marie Shea, Peter Madrigal, Stassi Schroeder, Bo Clark, Larry Burkhead. How did this happen? I, need <laughs> I just to Kentucky. Know. Um, Lauren Workus and Stephen McGee. I noticed. Was Carter there or no? I don't think so. Mm. And if he was, they weren't like really hyping it. Okay. Um, I tried to make a Peter Madrigal joke. Recently, about um, Tales of the City, because the character is famously named Anna Magical, but mm. didn't go over well. Nice try. Um, the gift bags included Mama's beer cheese, and Brittany is taking Jax's actual last name, Couchy. So it'll be Jax Taylor and Brittany Couchy. I saw a caricature of them that it's, it was like Jax and Brittany together with like Disney ears and then Couchy written in the Friends font. Yes, I did see that like, as well. Once again, enough. Get a life. Huh. Okay. Surpri- Wait, who are you most surprised to see there? I mean, aside from Larry Burkhead. Well, I guess the Workus and Stephen McGee is interesting. Yeah, I would think you would get like a, a Kyle one. Cook. Yeah. Before you get them. Yeah, maybe they just. Oh, maybe Kyle is busy. Filming summer should be fun. Filming summer, yeah, but you can miss that one weekend of filming. Or if anything, let's do a crossover. Let's do a crossover. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Also, don't get married in June in Kentucky. What is your prediction? Will they show the fact that Lauren Workus and Stephen McGee were there on camera? Maybe, but like very quickly. Like blank. Like, will they get a Chiron? Maybe. Mm. I don't know. It's hard to say. Yeah. Okay, now this next news shocked us last week. This was all we were all a buzz about. We this. were all a buzz. Uh, so, ex Real Housewives of New Jersey star Jim Marchese is being accused of cutting ties with Son for being gay. So, page six reports: Jim Marchese, who is married to Amber Marchese and appeared on Real Housewives of New Jersey in 2014, is being accused of refusing to pay for his son's college tuition because of his son's sexual orientation. James Michael Marchese, 19, set up a GoFundMe page on June 15, asking for $35,000 to help pay for his college tuition at Fairfield University, where a year's tuition, room and board, and fees can total around $65,000. At the beginning of 2018, uh, he wrote that, My father found out I was gay. My father has been slowly cutting ties with me until I live according to his standards. Essentially, this meant and still means that I have to be straight and date women while admitting that I 
chose to be gay. With this, my father has refused to help in paying for any schooling because he believes I have to live in his home and follow his preferred lifestyle to be good enough to receive any financial assistance with school. This is the funny part. Uh, yeah. If we could find... If there's any humor in the in the story, it's this next bit from page six. So page six, with a straight face, reports, he has since gained the support from Bravo celebrities, including Danielle Staub, who made a $5 donation, Ariana Maddox, who made a $500 donation, and Lisa Vanderpump, who made a $10 donation. <laughs> the fact that they think that trolls are not just put it, like donating these low amounts and right. smacking Danielle Staub's name on there... They're just fucking with us. The Ariana uh, donation is real. She tweeted about it. Yeah. Um, which was nice of her. So a source close to the Marchese family told us that Jim is refusing to pay for James's tuition at Fairfield because he has four children and does not want to pay that amount for each child. James told Page Six on Thursday that he has been working really hard these past two years to try to get as much scholarships as he can to attend Fairfield. Now, the Page Six article doesn't go into Amber and... Jim's response to this all, but you can easily seek that out. And let me tell you, they are psychotic. It's like really super unhinged. And like, they go into like how they found out he was gay and it yeah. involves like the brother and like really graphic. They have a really graphic explanation for it, which yeah. I find really hard to believe. They also carry on about Fairfield being a no name university. Yeah. And. He should go to some state school, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, like, every family can make a decision ba- like on what makes sense for schooling. But the way they kept repeating no-name university is so bonkers. Right. Um, um, he did tweet... Remember in December, Jim Marchese tweeted something of, like, any parent knows that, like, they don't want their son to be gay because yeah. it'll, like, ruin the rest of the family and, like, the this- elder... This was in response to the Kevin Hart stuff that was going on with the Oscars. Right. And the reason this is relevant in it all is because apparently this all started January 2018, I believe. Mm-hmm. So it's been a while. Right. That this has all come to light. So like him tweeting that before, he already knew his son was gay. Right. And both sons are gay. Or two of the two, older sons. Okay, so this is another thing that took a while for me to wrap my head around. Uh, Jim and Amber have two biological children together, a, a son and a daughter. And then Jim has two sons from a previous marriage, mm-hmm. the oldest of which is the one doing the GoFundMe, and the younger one of the two seems to also be gay. Mm-hmm. And, and it was also really confusing because James goes James's birth name I think is Michael and I think his middle name is James but he goes by James so like yeah. it's complicated yeah for sure but it's definitely the same person oh yeah thousand percent and Amber has deleted most photos of the two stepsons from her account and you can go tell that she had them and she actively deleted because she's one of those bimbos who sends <laughs> Their tweets to Instagram. Oh, yeah. I mean, their Instagram to Twitter. Yeah. So it's if you all do dead an links. easy search, yeah, you, you'll just find a bunch of dead links that mention Michael. And there's a weird aspect to this all where Lance Bass's husband got involved somehow. Like, is in DMs talking to Amber. Right. I think originally back when the whole tweet Kevin Hart thing happened, mm-hmm. and then again when this transpired. He's found it his duty to, like, like, argue with amber marchese yeah it's really weird uh so that is that i mean there's just so much to this you could really spend hours doing your own investigation right um but i hope things work out for james record scratch it's dan here reporting from a day later from when we recorded with breaking news uh obviously we recorded this whole episode on Monday right after Pride. However, lo and behold, a day goes by and we get the OC trailer. But I'm not going to get into that in detail right now. I'll leave that up to Brendan next week. However, it needs to be addressed that the OG of the OC, Vicki Gunvalson, has been demoted to friend of housewife. 
the Bravo community is rocked to its core right now. People are agreeing with the move, disagreeing with the move, thinking it's disrespectful. I personally think that many of the OGs from each franchise need to be knocked off their high horses. They're getting a little too comfortable. And we have to shake things up. This is a new world we're living in. So I'm very excited about this. I pointed out on Twitter that Tamara is now, uh, she has the most seniority of all actual current housewives. Uh, being that she debuted in November of 2007 and Ramona in March uh, 2008 would be the next in line. So, I don't know. These are just exciting times. I'm totally down for it. I'm glad Vicky will still be around, but we don't need her dragging down an entire season. And I think the trailer looked fun. Uh, so, can't wait to hear what Brendan thinks about it next week. Let's get back to our regularly scheduled programming. Okay. Let's move it along to the three shows this week. Let's do it. So, we're obviously coming at you very early in the week. We made a decision because of the weird scheduling that was happening with Bravo last week not having an episode of Potomac and this week not having an episode of New York or Beverly Hills that we would cover everything that has been on and do it now. Yeah, let's start in order with Beverly Hills being the (laughs) oldest. So we are picking up after the drunken night of wonder uh, with everyone hungover. Right, and like Teddy doesn't remember what she did. She yeah. just knows that she cried. Kyle has a clearer memory of the night. Mm-hmm. And I bet if Kyle let Teddy have that chip, then Teddy would have a clearer exactly. outlook. Uh, they go do like archery or something. Right. And it's very awkward because Erica's not talking to the ladies. Mm-hmm. In fact, Erica's in a lot of this episode, but is barely speaking. (laughs) She's just a silent uh, protagonist. Um, But eventually, Teddy corners Erica and kind of apologizes, but it's a little backhanded as well. Right. And Erica and her confessional isn't happy about that. Yeah. Like, blaming Erica for what she did. Why she acted the way she acted. Right. Yeah. are, Are you on anyone's team? I like mm, I guess Erica I'm on neither of their team but I'm glad at least something is happening right you just like really don't like Erica famously well no I used to I used to like her much more Mm -hmm. but then I I started the turn where like everyone was blindly standing her yeah and now this season has been like her worst season we got a good flashback from the previous episode which is a moment that like Everyone missed where um, Erica says, you're late. And then Kyle goes, yeah, we're lit. <laughs> <laughs> are you lit? And she goes, are you lit? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, I think that's pretty much everything that happens in France that's yeah. noteworthy. Yeah. But then we get back just in time to prepare the kitchen window. Right. <laughs> This kitchen window. Dorit getting involved in it all, like trying to make her vision come to life. And then and then the camera's just showing like the end result. Yeah, she like moved one mannequin to another <laughs> side. The this is later in the episode, but the presentation of the window, like pulling down a garbage bag. Oh my god, the garbage bag was an iconic moment. An iconic fashion moment. Yeah. Speaking of iconic fashion moments, Denise has to like Buy all new clothes. Mm. So we're in this boutique in Beverly Hills with the weird door. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For, like, such a boring scene. Yeah, it's so boring I don't even remember it. Yeah, it was her her and Teddy, which is why. Yeah, so she's recovering from it all. So I didn't really... It's hard for me to remember. Her house partially was burnt up? It was, like... It wasn't burnt, but the, all the soot. Oh, yes. Oh, the soot and the smell. The soot yes, and the yeah. smell destroyed her clothes. That can't be washed out? It can. Oh. I think. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Camille, on the other hand, has her house roasted to the ground. Yeah. I wonder if the internet is talking about this the way that they talked about Bethany when Bethany kept on saying, years ago, oh, yeah, when she yeah, first yeah. came back for season seven, um, 
Bethany kept on calling herself homeless, and yeah. Camille's doing the same, and I think it's an awful thing that happened to her. Like, that's horrible, but, like, people are rightly pointing out, like, you have another house even in L.A. You ha- She has five or six properties, it sounds like. Right. And she also has the means to just hang out in a hotel for however long she wants to stay. Right. Where's her husband in all this? She just got married. Yeah, he seems a little shy. He seems absent. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, like, the morning after, he, like, wasn't at the breakfast? He was golfing, maybe? So dumb. <laughs> he clearly does not want to be on the show. Right. Which I think is part of the reason she does not have a... Diamond. Well, because when he was introduced, remember, it was at that dinner at Kyle's oh, house. Yeah. The Camille yeah. dinner. <laughs> was that when the power was out? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Just go to a restaurant at that point. Like, yeah. We don't need to do this whole gig. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we're prepping. Now we're having a little reveal party for Beverly Beach. Right? Yeah. And everyone's showing up. We well first we get first we get the dinner where isn't the dinner after so no there are oh, two dinners oh okay yeah, yeah. um we get the dinner where Camille's coming and her house is burned down she comes in like that black coat oh. Rena gives her some Lisa Rena collection QVC yeah. stuff and that's where she said like. Denise is talking about her experience mm. and that's where she talks about Denise's rental yeah. My mind blended these two dinners where Camille's being nasty (laughs) into one dinner. These were separate dinners. Yeah. I think in the first dinner, she was only nasty in confessionals. Yeah. And not really like... Oh, no. The first dinner, she's just more carrying on about being homeless. Right. Like the struggles that this woman is going through. Right. Which, yeah, it sucks that your primary home burns down. But uh, Rena put it perfectly, like... We're supposed to have empathy for the for the wealthy, people, for the wealthy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. So, anything else interesting besides that at that first dinner? No, no. Then we go to Kitson. I and I wonder, like, do windows at stores in LA matter? I think Kitson was big in like the Paris Seven. Yeah. Paris Hilton, like, lived there. Yeah, she took up a residence in that window, actually. <laughs> uh, but apparently it's a big deal still. But it's not like fucking Bergdorf Goodman, like, on the holidays here. Yeah. Like, that's a big deal. Sure. I think there's a few, like, I think all of Fifth Avenue, right? That's where, like... Is this us just being, like, New York assholes? Like, does it only really matter? Are there any <laughs> iconic fashion moments in L.A.? I don't know if there's iconic fashion moments there. Don't they just... And also, they only have one season. Yeah. They don't have, like, ooh, let's go get, like, a fun coat. They have a a little... Like, you can Mm. wear a coat. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, my God, it's 50 degrees. Let me put the coat on. You... I'm going to get beat up, right? (laughs) anti-LA activism is really jumping out right now. I know. I got to hold it in. I love LA. Yeah, love it. Like, Kris Jenner. I love LA. I thought she loved her friends. She loves both. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. I... Quick aside, keeping up. I don't know if you've been keeping up. I have been pretty much keeping up. I haven't watched last night's it's episode. It's been a riveting season. It has. I mean, even just the drama of planning that Christmas party was enough to keep me keep it up. Yeah. So, like, put it on in the background on a Sunday night. Sure, you yeah. You'll, like, enjoy what Ooh, you see. Love it, like, while I'm cooking. Let me tell you. I mean, you've lo- you love to talk about shows that you love to watch while you're cooking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> get a fucking life. Okay, let's get back to Kitson. We got some iconic fashion moments to attend There's to. the Camille cover-up. There's the Camille cover-up. Finally, because Camille, you got to cover up. <laughs> because she covers things up. She covers it up, baby. Um, what were the other ones? The Teddy? Oh, yeah, Teddy got something, too. Is there a Kyle? There, must uh, there be was a Kyle. Kyle. The, the Kyle was in the original collection. Because remember... Teddy didn't get one of them. Teddy, because they weren't friends then. Or do we have a Denise yet? No. Probably not. I say. heard that the men's line, there's um, like board shorts or whatever. Yeah. And they're the Paul and the George. Love it. And I, I and we're still not talking about the fact that Boy George like held someone prisoner, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Camille should bring that up too. Yeah. <laughs> Camille, bring it up. Uh, so strangely, we go off to dinner from Kitson, and I've been to this place. What's the, what's the name of it? The farmhouse. It's in the Beverly Center. Oh, cute. Uh, it's like it's like a 
it's a restaurant in a mall, basically. Oh, okay. Uh, for some reason, PK, whose wife is the woman we are like celebrating right now, is the one who doesn't go along. Doesn't come along. And there are men who come along. That and, and they seem like bewildered as to how they got roped into coming along. Right, Aaron and Edwin. Like Aaron. Definitely doesn't get the call sheets ahead of time. Right. He just, but he's happy to show up and order another well-done steak. A well-done, not just like a steak, um, I, I don't even know how to pronounce this correctly, Wagyu beef, which I think is particularly expensive steak. And like, isn't that kind of more expensive steak you're supposed to like... Enjoy the juiciness of yeah, it all? Yeah, like rarer. Not the hockey puck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Aaron's going to be Aaron. Aaron's will be Aaron's. Uh, but I, I do like that he and Edwin were both barely in camera shot right. at the end of the table. And then we have this other woman with Camille. Oh, yeah. There's she, always a weird friend. She's trying to just sneak whoever she can in. That yeah. maybe something will happen. They'll get, like, the friend is so great that Camille needs to have a diamond because she's connected to this person. I guess it worked with Alison Dubois. Yeah. She, she brought should. a friend who like made a moment, made a splash. Yeah. But, like, she tried with Dee Dee. Remember season two? Dee Dee would... Come to everything. Would die for Camille. Yeah. That Malibu party, I've never seen someone more passionate about another mm. person in their life. Yeah, I know. Now they're See not where that friends. Yeah. We... I don't know if it was at this dinner or the other dinner. We we get confirmation that her assistant died. Yeah. What was Who we name? just saw. Scott, maybe? Scott. Yeah, it's Scott. And we only saw him two episodes, like a few episodes ago. That's really sad. Yeah. Um, amid, like, the fire. Um, yeah. She did say something about, like, the world is, like, stacked against her. Yeah. And it actually has been. The amount of time that we've known Camille, mm. she, the stuff happened with Kelsey. Yeah. Um, the, she was in a relationship. She got cancer. Yeah. And that guy got abusive. Yeah. Now it's this new guy. Her house burns down. Her assistant dies. Yeah. I mean, she I'm not rooting. Didi. I'm not rooting for. She loses Didi. I'm not like rooting for Camille, and I realize she's the villain this season. But she has had stuff stacked against yeah, her. She's had. I, I would say she could have a break. People are obsessed with the fact that we get like quote season one Camille back. Mm. Do you think that we do? Uh, I think it's like a shade of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's definitely more deliberate now. Whereas she's season acting. one was natural. Yeah. Like, I don't think she was putting on a show. Right. But then she learned from that and became a normal-ish human. And now she realizes that's too much of a snooze. So she's got to be a little... So the thought crossed my brain. I wonder if PK didn't come because we were, like, sitting down to dinner and Camille knows too much. Oh, maybe. So he just throws his wife into the fire? Sounds like it. Wow. (laughs) PK. (laughs) Uh, so, so I think like Lisa Ren is like, okay, Camille has gone through enough. Let's give her a break. But then starts a dog pile on top of her, right? With all the other ladies, and Camille fights back by going after Dorit. Yeah, and her finances. Which, like, now this makes me think: if we're gonna pull this up in the last part of the season, yeah, why didn't they? Include the... Include the stuff from the Bahamas, where we have seen, like, cell phone video of this woman confronting Dorit about PK's finances. Well, I think back then, all the women... Essentially, they're doing, at this dinner, what they did back then, which is, like, we don't talk about this. And Camille's breaking the rule right now. Right. By talking about it. Right. So if no one's talking about it, there's nothing to bring up on camera. Right. It's, once again, it's right back to season two, the Taylor stuff. Yeah. Like, Camille's literally having a now, but now we said it moment again. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's it's like the opposite of what's going on in Potomac, where everyone keeps talking about the Michael stuff. Right. Even though they're not talking about it necessarily t- together on camera until this episode. Right. Hmm. So, that's pretty much it with Beverly Hills. We have a finale. We have a finale. We get a preview. Lisa's back. Yeah. Filming with Camille for the opening of Vanderpump Cocktail Garden. Right. Which I feel like they filmed much later. Yeah. it's It feels very... Um, that one weird season of New Jersey mm. where they had, like, in the finale, they had, like, 
all the cookbook stuff so that they then could talk about it at the reunion because mm-hmm. it had all like Teresa's cookbook talking shit about like mm-hmm. Caroline had yeah. come out yeah and so they filmed like a bumper sure to add so that it would be natural to talk about at the reunion and Kyle brings up the fact that she runs into Lisa somewhere yeah I remember that happening I feel like you do remember it happening I don't like in the world in the press yeah I don't remember in the world okay uh, but that's it for Beverly Hills finale next week. Let's go over to Concrete Jungle where dreams are made of. What a season! What a season! I mean, it just short but sweet. Just keeps on getting better, staying consistent, doing yeah. what it needs to do. New York usually has like a weird finale. Their finales are usually never that great, right? But this one was pretty good. Yeah, this one was good. Yeah. So we. So much is going on. <laughs> Bethany has an allergic reaction. Oh, yeah. We heard about this off camera. We sure did. So, Bethany's talking about Paul. I wonder if we're going to see Paul next season. I feel like she she can get away with not being forced to have him on. I know, but she had Dennis on. But Dennis was barely on. I know, but Paul seems to be a little more active in... Her life. Yeah, but is he less hungry for the fame than Dennis was? I don't think Dennis was hungry for the fame. I, but I think, like, he didn't mind. Like, he when he was on, like, he was wearing that, like, jazzy right. little sweater or whatever. I feel like something has happened while this season has been airing mm-hmm. that Paul has gotten more comfortable being mm-hmm. in the spotlight. Like, we've seen... Social media posts. Sure. He's always in her Instagram story now. He posted about her. Mm-hmm. That all has sort of happened in the past few months. Yeah. And so, like, they're showing a picture of him on um, the episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he obviously hadn't filmed anything with yeah. her. So I think it was, like, a gradual thing. And I bet you will see him on next hmm, season. Interesting. I would love to. He would be in the running for, like, hottest house partner. Yeah, I gotta get, like, a better, a better look at him. But yes. So she almost dies... And strangely enough, since our last episode, I too had my first allergic reaction in quite some time. Oh yeah, <laughs> you 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 were so close to losing me. <laughs> Just kidding. Five I, like, minutes. My my allergic reactions don't ever seem to be as serious as Bethany's. But I mean, everyone reacts a little differently. Do you want to try? Do we have any cheese in yeah, the house? Let me just get, <laughs> eat a whole block of Parmesan. Uh, but luckily, I made it through the rain with the help of some Benadryl, mm-hmm. and here we are. Cool. Um, apparently, she was forced to Benadryl. That's wild. Well, she was unconscious. Yeah, isn't that that's wild? That's wild. Oof. Um, do you remember after she went to that hospital? She like did she buy beds for that hospital or something? Oh yeah. She she talked about how it was the greatest healthcare facility she's ever been in. Right. Yeah, I do remember that. Wow. I mean, NYC hospitals are kind of scary, so. Yeah, not the best. Yeah. Um, it's It was also weird, like, having her speak to Sonia on the phone about this. Like, Sonia's not the person I want to <clears throat> break this all down with. I would have, I, like, a, a Dorinda would have been better. Because Dorinda's, like, the most empathetic, I would say. Right. Of the cast. I feel like Sonia can be empathetic with Bethany in particular. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. She wants, like... She knows that if you're with Bethany, you win. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, speaking of Sonia, she and Dorinda, best buds, go do their cool, cool sculpting thing. What did the doctor call their legs? Flanks? Flanks. <laughs> Jeez. That's another thing Aaron would get well done. <laughs> nice flank. Um, and this is, I think this is where we start planting the seeds of this last minute storyline of... We don't like Tinsley anymore. <laughs> right. And like they, the way they behaved towards Tinsley this episode is wild. Where did it come from? Kind of a precursor to what happened during Pride. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Like, it's all related. Um, there, so Dorinda's whole thing is we don't know anything about Tinsley. She just shows up, says, oh, I'm, hi, uh, yeah, everything's okay. And simultaneously, she looks old is what they're saying. Oh, I, I missed that part. They, like, were telling Tinsley that she looks old <laughs> for her age. Oh, my God. You missed this? Yeah. 
<laughs> wow. Okay. Um, so that's cool sculpting. Now we have this. We have two parties. One's a performance. To. One's a party. Oh no! But then another party. And then another party. So Luann wants the girls to come to come see the show, but no one wants to see the show. So they'll just stop by and say hello, mm-hmm. which apparently Lou signs on to. But then once they're actually there, she doesn't want anything to do with them. Right. Which is pretty funny. Noelle, Victoria, uh, the mom Rolande mm-hmm. are all hanging out. Barbara K. Barbara stays. K. Barbara K. Stays, but then talks shit during the show. <laughs> How does Barbara not know at this point? She went to court over this very, very issue thing. of talking shit like about two Luann. Two seasons ago, like on a mic. <laughs> Has she not learned her lesson? Poor gal. <sighs> Barb. I mean, and she's the only one there with like a random person. I know. It's just she's a she's Luann's soldier. Yeah. Um, but Dor- it's Dorinda, Sonia, and Tinsley. They hightail it out of there to get to the party that Ramona's throwing. Yeah. And we meet up with Ramona at the party. She doesn't go to the the cabaret because she needs to set up. Her setting these poor employees at this restaurant, but it's so, it's so typical Ramona, right? Like I've seen this in action myself right. at that premiere party where she's like bossing the, the like the bartenders around, and then she gets behind the bar and starts serving drinks and right. stuff. She like finds a random cart somewhere that she like manhandles. Get get out of all these chairs! Get out of these chairs! <laughs> See these balloons? Me the balloons. And it seems as though, like, the guest list was predominantly her friends, and then each Sonia and Dorinda get maybe, like, six guests. Right. (laughs) Including Hannah Banana. Always a delight. We haven't seen much of her, but... I think she's wildly unpopular in the Bravo fandom. Yeah. I think they just, like, are holding on to her original appearance. It's, like, the same reason people dislike, unfairly dislike, like, Anne Hathaway. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. You know. Sure. Yeah. So, the party's a hit. Ramona's so proud of herself. Sonia had it spoiled, though, from Barbara. <laughs> right. We saw that at the, at the, 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 what's it called? Oh, my God, exercise. Uh, aerobics. Aerobics. Yeah. I'm excited to see, like, is Dorinda going to do something with us. She keeps hinting. She keeps hinting at it, but na- it's now or never, baby. Yeah. You had all this time to work out the kinks. Well, no, she needs to be working on it in the beginning of next mm-hmm. season. Okay. But it, isn't the beginning of next season going to be soonish? I, I guess maybe they're going to take a, do. a break since it was a short season. I would love to get back to like more summer hijinks. No, I know. No. No, you want Christmas. We need forever. Christmas for them. Okay. It has to be Christmas. Okay. They are okay. the Christmas queens. Jersey used to play around with Christmas a little bit. Yeah, but that wasn't as fun because it was like family Christmas. Mm. And I don't want family Christmas. I want like the party two days before. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, speaking of the party two days before, Bethany is now recovered and she's doing s'mores and horrors. Oh my god. Which is, if, if Ramona Young at staff is so Ramona, Bethany throwing s'mores and horrors is she so Bethany. She loves a theme. But not just a theme, like, she she loves, like, something that's a little raunchy. Mm-hmm. That, like, she thinks it's funny. Right. Yeah. Like, what was the the sweater she wore to Dorinda's house last year? It was, like, where my hose at or something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah. Mm. yeah, We got Biggie, we got Smalls. Like, she thinks she's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> Although I, I, she I, is funny sometimes. I admit, I admit, this is her best season, maybe si- ever since like the olden days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so she she just tells the staff to like put some candles for Sonia so she gets a surprise. Even though we're like, what the surprise is just that there's another cake. I guess so dumb. That those s'mores being handed out looked real good. Yeah, let me tell you, I love a s'more. Maybe you should consider uh, having some s'mores served at your. Christmas in July birthday. Oh my god, maybe. How? I don't know. Work it out, baby. I already have like the I know <laughs> so many like <laughs> so them many creating a custom cocktail, like us potentially having a drag queen. Mm. Yeah. Very exciting. Mm. Uh oh, and then like this is where the fight with Tinsley 
continues. Yeah. I swear. Oh no, she. I think it was the prior party, and then Tinsley stormed out of that party. I can't keep keep straight. I just remember like people like sitting down with Tinsley, and at one point, I swear they were telling her she looks old for her age (laughs) because of the way she dresses. Yeah. Um. Anything else with New York? No, we have reunion next week. Yeah, we have a break this week, and then reunion next week. The preview for the reunion looked good, but it didn't look like. Amazing. I feel like with New York, you that can, always happens. Yeah. They they don't need to, to tease it, because we know it's going to be good. Right. Like, I don't remember um, Chicken in My Purse have, ever being a part of the preview for the reunion. <laughs> I don't even think, like, Chicken in My Purse is really a thing that we focus on. I don't even think the community at large... The community at large needs to focus on it. I know. They do need it. It's a great... Screaming that it's cold. It's a great Bethany (laughs) moment from two seasons ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a moment. Okay. Let's... Go to Potomac. Go to Potomac, baby. Let's put on our hiking shoes and walk a trail. Okay. Let's walk (laughs) the Potomac Trail. Okay. Is this kind of like all over the place, all leading up to the big moment that we've been waiting for all season yeah so there's like a few things that are bubbling there is the whole thing with katie that's a story yeah of what um candace talking shit about katie yeah candace talking shit about katie but also saying no 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 it's monique Monique talks candace telling people what monique said about katie yeah um that's what a lot of potomac is it's like this person telling this person about this thing yeah it's been a lot... Like, we're building up to stuff. Right. Um, also, Ashley and Monique got together during Monique's photo pregnancy shoot? photo shoot. Which Underwater like, photo shoot? In a wedding dress? Or a wedding-ish dress? I will say, once I saw the final pictures, I was like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, it's cool, but I just... I wouldn't have even thought of it. Right. You know? Also, this is separate, but talking about wedding dresses... Mm. When Candace was talking about the altercation that her mom and her got into at the wedding, and her mom hit her in the face with her bag, yeah. I was like, whoa. But the photo that they showed from the wedding, Candace was wearing white to this wedding. Mm. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Very Ramona season four. I mean, she's like a newlywed, so she's allowed, right? Isn't that the rule? If you if you got married within the past... No, there's no, no rules know, like we're that. We're just making up a rule. <laughs> uh... But Ashley and Monique, during the little pool photo shoot, seem to now be getting to a back to a better place. Right. Because of Ashley opening up during the rainbow party. Yeah. And then there's Candace talking shit about Ashley at the rainbow party, <laughs> which is another big thing. Oof. Um, Karen and Ray... Go dancing. Go dancing. Cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do Giselle and Robin do anything before getting to the party? They go on a hike with Ashley. Oh, That's yeah, what yeah. I was saying. Um, Put on your hiking shoes. I thought, I thought there was just like a famous Potomac, Potomac Trail. Trail. No. Right, you have to all forgive me. I did watch this last night after Pride, Ooh. which I do have to say, I did happily get through. Unlike a year ago, trying to watch Pose for the first time. Mm-hmm. And can we just quickly say this past week's episode of Pose... So good. Was so freaking... There were hijinks. It was great. I love a hijink. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, but back to Potomac. We're on the trail. Well, this was at the beginning of the episode. The trail is where we hear about <laughs> what Candace and Monique were saying about um, mm. Katie. A lot of just talking back and forth, huh? But what we're planning to get to is this dinner where Chris, with the brown dick, <laughs> wants to... Have the ladies test some of his recipes because he's opening a restaurant. Did he already kind of do this when Candace and Giselle met up? Maybe. What for that dinner, like a, a week or two or two ago? Right, potentially. But and we got to keep testing. Now this is on a grander scale. We got to keep testing. Um, speaking of restaurants opening, though, Oz closed. Oh yeah, we should have mentioned that earlier in the news. Wow, oh, R.I.P. R.I.P. It's hard for. Um, in Australian fusion restaurants make it in DC. Yeah, it is, I guess, right? And they didn't I mean they lasted a few years at least. Yeah. Weren't they trying to just 
have all kinds of crazy events there too. Yeah, like they had like a dog happy hour oh, on God. the porch. Ooh, woof. <laughs> uh, literally. Uh, what concerned me at this dinner was the glassware. Mm. Just like it felt like Candace was like washing all of the glassware as she was talking to the ladies and like they all had different kind of glassware. Mm. That's much like when we have people over, <laughs> we've broken so many wine glasses, we have such a mishmash of wine glasses at this point. Right. Where it there's no two that are the same size. It stressed me out that Chris was drinking white wine out of that, like, really big red wine glass. It's something you have gladly done in this house no, many times. No, I have times. not. <laughs> I always have the same one. Oh, okay. Uh, I was kind of shocked to see the women celebrating the food. Right. I feel like they love any excuse that, like be a little shady when Giselle took her first bite and she started having that like wild reaction I thought this is either gonna go one of two ways she's gonna celebrate it or she's gonna be mean about it but she was celebrating it yeah so maybe it's good is this restaurant open do we know anything about it I don't think so Mm. but here's when when it before Ashley arrived it was when everyone started talking about comments Michael had made Mm. allegedly about wanting to suck a dick it it was first a dick or like maybe it was a sausage sausage. <laughs> wow. Wow. But they're teasing it like who is it? Right? Yeah, but I thought in the first episode we knew who it was. We did? Didn't someone say Juan? Well, he was asking like where is Juan? Like I love Juan. Da, 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 da. Right. But I think they're they're leaving it open as like a guess who moment oh right God. now. It's like a game of clue. So, we start fighting about it at dinner. We're sitting at the table, um, and Ashley's snapping back with, like, talking shit. About Candace's mom. About Candace's mom, which sets her off. She was set off. She almost stabbed Ashley with a butter knife. With that butter knife. And Chris had to restrain her, and she threw the butter knife. And I could tell that Ashley was, like, watching that knife to see if it came close to her, and she could have, like, claimed anything. Oh. I watched her reaction... I mean, I think you kind of can, like, as long as it's, like, in your general vicinity, like, direction, I think you can. It's not like she, did she, she didn't, like, throw it towards the floor, did she? It landed on the floor. Well, like, everything, what goes up must come down. Yeah, that's, thank you, um... I, Sir Isaac Newton. Sir Isaac Newton. <laughs> I almost said Johnny Isaacson, who was a Republican congressman. What the fuck? <laughs> thank you, Johnny Isaacson. Um, so yeah, we're just kind of to be we continuing. We get it to be continued. Um, it kind of stressed me out that the blinds were closed. Mm. Though I kind of liked the look, but like... They were sitting in like an enclosed space with windows, yeah. and the blinds were like shut. What? Well, I mean, is it maybe, like, a populated area? Yeah, maybe they, like, because they are filming. Or maybe cameras were getting picked up in the reflection in the windows. Yeah. I don't know. There's so many possibilities. But let's... Get to our freak. Let's get to our freak. So we already talked about Brittany and Jax's wedding, but we're going to give them the freak. Sorry, newlyweds. Sorry. Um, So they listed Ken Todd as Ken Vanderpump on his table card, his seating card at the wedding. I mean, in our hearts, he is Ken Vanderpump. And it definitely took me a, a while to realize he was not Ken Vanderpump. I bet you they don't realize. I bet you they've never heard of the notion that his last name isn't Vanderpump. Yeah. They don't even, like, this executive producer of their show, they just don't know who this <laughs> man <laughs> Sad. is. I mean, at the very least, Jax has been in Ken's life for... A very long like a time. Decade, probably, yeah. at this point. Um, yeah. Two freaks right there. Two freaks. Raw in hell. Raw in hell, Ken Vanderpump. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Queen. Okay. In case you didn't know, Heels of Steel by Barbara Kay came out last week. The book is here for your summer reading needs. And... We have a call from Liz, who attended the Barnes & Noble Upper East Side book chat hosted by Luann Delisseps. So let's take a listen to that. Hi, this is Liz. I wanted to give a report on Barbara Kay's book talk from the Upper East Side Barnes & Noble earlier this week. 
Luann interviewed her and hadn't seemed to have read the book yet, but had some questions about Barbara's childhood and career and process of writing a book. Barbara talked about working with a ghostwriter and told some stories of things that are in the book. She um, talked about building bunk beds with her dad at the age of nine and that that piqued her interest in construction. And um, she also suggested that the book is going to be optioned to be a movie and is interested in J-Lo or Sandra Bullock playing her. Some suggestions from the crowd for who could play Barbara included Anne Hathaway and Gina Gershon. And Luann started talking about Gina Gershon and Jennifer Tilly in the movie Bound. And Barbara said, look who's a lesbian now. Um, Luann's also not in the book, which she brought up a few times, um, perhaps in the next one. And um, they talked a little bit about Housewives. Uh, Barbara said that, you know, there's an adjustment to be on it. She doesn't know if she'll be on the next season. And they both made some snarky comments about Ramona, which are not a surprise. Barbara talked about her toolkit and once helping Luann fish a ring out of a drain. And um, I think that was pretty much it. It was a small but passionate crowd of Barbara K. stands. Wow. A literary icon openly admitting to the use of the ghostwriter. The Barbara K fan community is small but mighty they they sure are i i mean if this was at like a the barnes and noble down on court street down here in brooklyn i would have thought twice about maybe attending it Upper east side is quite the trek for me yeah and like you if you live in new york you know that all the book big book events are held at the barnes and noble union square i know but the upper east side is like on brand for these women you know, even sure. though I, I don't think either of them live in the Upper East Side. Sure. Um, Anne Hathaway. Uh, Gina Gershon actually works. Yeah, you think yeah. so? Yeah. They have similar energy. Leah Remini. Yeah. That would be good. Leah Remini would be great. Right? Yeah, get Leah in there. It's also interesting how... Okay, we're, we have the Ghost Rider and Barbara... Is telling stories about her life to the ghost, like her actual life, and this just becomes a novel. Beautiful. <laughs> it's almost as if we started as a biography and landed somewhere. It's like, um, there's tons of TV shows like this. Oh, yeah. Well, tons of books like this as well. Yeah, tons of books like this. I think the first, like, remember when um, Snooki released books? soon after Jersey Shore. No. But they were novels. Oh my god. But I think it was just like her talking about herself or something. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, congrats to Barbara Kay. You are the one true queen. This is a great Barbara Kay update. Yeah, I mean like, for being honest, she's probably only gonna be in our lives for like... Uh, maybe one more episode. One more episode. Two tops. I think, and I fear she'll be gone forever. But, you know, you did discover that she popped up... And season five as well. Right. Recently, which so, I don't think we really discussed much before. Was it five? I think I think that, that's what you texted us. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. love you, Barb. Uh, before we close up the show, I do want to just give a shout out to the listener who stopped me on the street here in Brooklyn. Uh, he was wearing a Lisa Renna, where people doing coke in your bathroom t-shirt. This while, humble brag. While listening... To this very podcast. So truly the stars aligned. I have never experienced such a thing before, so sorry if I seem thrown off by all this. But um, you should go identify yourself in the Facebook community. Uh, And that's pretty much that. Yeah. Or tweet at us or whatever. Or tweet at us, sure. Speaking of tweeting, follow us on Twitter. Follow Dana, IDK, IDK. Follow me at NotBrendan. Follow Come Through Queen at Come Through Queen. Um, Come Through Queen podcast on Instagram. Go join the Facebook group. Go to comethroughqueen.com slash store. Pick up a t-shirt. Makes a great cut-off sleeveless tee with a pair of scissors. You could give us a call at 717-47-FREAK or just email us a voice memo at comethroughqueen at gmail.com. Yeah, love Gmail. And you can like, comment, subscribe, heart share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week. Just Brendan's going to be steering this ship like Noel Robinson. I will go down Pride. with this ship. All right, bye.
I wanna see ya come through, queen. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.